Hey Matt, this is take 15 of trying to start our uh, episode today, right? I think it's take 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we were looking at uh, bearing fruit. Um, this is this little series of bearing fruit. Last time we were in Luke chapter 10, um, and we called it Pulling a Martha. Yeah, um, I think it's a passage that all of us can relate to um, in terms of Martha serving and being busy and um, getting distracted by the work. And so in the midst of getting distracted, she doesn't see Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. She mm. sees Mary not helping her. Yeah. So she's troubled about many things and has been distracted. Yeah. So she's busy serving, but her attitude is wrong because her motives are wrong. Um, we're going to call that scene one. And today we're going to look at the other two passages that have Martha in them. And that's scene two and scene three, we'll call those. Um, so what we'll do is we'll we'll skip over scene two for just a moment and look at scene three. Uh, and then we'll come back to scene two and scene three again. Um, so scene three, John chapter 12, verse one to verse three. If you can get that one for us, man. Okay, verse one. Then six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. Um, there they made a, him a supper, and Martha served. But Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. All right, so yeah, Jesus is back in the village of Bethany. He's enjoying a meal with his disciples. And notice who's serving tables again. Mm. This is just like uh, what we looked at in Luke. Um, It says in verse 2, Martha served. So she's back to preparing a meal. She's Mm. back to serving Christ and serving Christ's disciples. So like, didn't Martha learn her lesson? Is this Mm. same old Martha up to your same old tricks? Well, one thing that you can't fault Martha for is lack of activity. <laughs> and, and and sometimes I think there are people who are naturally inclined to serve mm-hmm. and to, to be busy and stay busy. Yeah. Um, so, so she's back there, but it's not like she hasn't learned, is it? Because uh, this this seems, it feels different, doesn't it? Yeah. So the, the problem is not, the problem was never that Martha was serving. <clears throat> like in Luke's gospel, her serving was not the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem was the motivation for doing it and the attitude behind it. Um, so why is this time different? And that's scene two, which is John chapter 11. Um, so we're going to get from verse 21 onwards. We're just going to read a smattering of verses, but just before verse 21, uh, just for context, Lazarus was sick. Um, they sent for Jesus to come in and heal him. Jesus didn't come and Lazarus is now dead. Um, Jesus is on his way then to Bethany. Um, he meets Martha on the way. And we'll get verse 21 to verse 22 then. All right. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. And even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Right. So Martha knows a little bit about Jesus at this point. She's not fully aware of the sovereignty of God in in this situation. You know, if you hadn't been here. Um, She knows that if he'd been here earlier, he could have healed Lazarus. But there's no inclination here that Jesus is going to be able to do anything now that Lazarus is dead. Mm. Um, in verse 22, I know you have favor with God, or I know whatever you ask of God, God will give it to you. So there's this idea of Jesus being the great Messiah, the great prophet, but but not actually God himself. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit like Nicodemus, isn't it? He, <clears throat> you're a great miracle yeah. worker who's been sent who's mm-hmm. been sent by God. So she knows his presence would change things, but she doesn't know why his presence would change things. Yeah. So it's more some some aspect of his power and his person she knows about, but there's there's nowhere near the fullness of who Jesus is um, mm-hmm. in, in Martha's understanding here. 
So we get to verse 23 to 25, and we, we just see this uh, continue to unfold then. 23 to 25, Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Yeah, and she said yes, right? So um, your brother's going to rise again. Martha says, I know. That, that's my fault. I said verse 25. <laughs> no, that's good. You, you needed to be there. That was the good point. <laughs> the red word's in there. <laughs> uh, so, but what we're going to see, there's, there's still some missing things here. She knows that Lazarus is going to be raised again one day. In the last day, you know, in this... This is an Old Testament understanding of the resurrection. That one day there's going to be the general resurrection. Um, they're, they're going to we're all going to stand before God with a resurrected body. So she grasps like, yeah, I know that. Like I already know that. That that, that <laughs> I've already believed that before we even came. Um, but again, there's so much misunderstanding here. Jesus has more to teach her. He, you know, he tells her, "I'm the resurrection and the life." He asks her if she believes that. She says, "Yes, I believe. You're the Messiah. You're the Son of God." But, but even though she says, I believe that, we're going to see she still doesn't fully understand what, yeah. she's, what she even means or what she even believes. Mm-hmm. Um, so skipping over uh, the conversation with Mary, uh, that is important. We're going to get to verse 39 to 40 because we're looking at Martha here. So he, Jesus has wept. He's had a conversation with Mary about it all. And now we get to the moment. And here we're going to really see Martha just still doesn't understand. All right, verse 39. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Verse 40, Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Right, so she said, I believe that you're the resurrection and the life. She says, I believe that Lazarus will be raised one day. And we're like, yeah, she, she gets it. She knows what she's saying. Like she she fully understands the New Testament, the truths. Um, and yet here, when we get to verse 39, Jesus says, move the stone. And Martha's like, but he but he's going to stink. Yeah. And she has she does not understand what, <laughs> what it meant for Jesus to be the resurrection of life. She doesn't get it yet. No. Um, so yeah, she grasps the Old Testament. She understands he's the Messiah. She gets the future resurrection, but she doesn't get exactly who jesus is and what he's able to do Mm. now of course all of this is then blown away when christ comes and removes has the stone removed and says lazarus come forth and at that moment martha's changed forever Mm. it's 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 clear that she has no understanding of his deity or sonship Mm. you know she she thinks she thinks she's just some well not just some bloke she thinks he's the messiah yeah but she just thinks that you know here's this fully man yeah. guy with the power of God, maybe like like the greatest prophet. Yeah, something. right. Like he's the prophet, like Moses. And, yeah. But the idea of him being the God Man is yeah. still not fully fathomed. Um, but now that now that Lazarus has come forth, Martha has seen the power of Christ, but mm-hmm. also the compassion of Christ because he saw she saw him weep, you know, for yeah. for her brother, and she's like, he really loves me, and he's able to raise the dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he she sees the. What she's seeing now, and this is going to be really important as we go through the series, she sees the attributes, she sees his, his power, and at the same time she sees his character, his, his compassion and his care, his love. Um, he's gracious, he's powerful, he cares for me, he loves me, he loves my brother. Um, so the attributes and the character of Jesus as God have just smashed Martha's categories here, haven't they? Yeah. Um, 
And, and these beautiful truths then are going to be realized deep down in Martha's heart. And this is going to change everything. So when we get back to scene three then in uh, John chapter 12, and we look at, and it says in John 12 verse two, and Martha served. How do you think that will look different now after having experienced her brother being raised from the dead by, by Jesus who has that power, the resurrection mm. and the life? What's well, going to be totally different, isn't it? Because now it's it's not going to be work; it's going to be worship. Mm, man, that's good. And that was the bit that she was missing with uh, with the situation with Mary in the beginning. Yeah. Where I'm, I'm sure we're going to get to this in a minute, but when she's serving the second time, Mary's still worshiping. Like she's yeah. breaking the spike nerd, you know. Yeah. But she didn't get that before that it was worship, not work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. So this time around, she's responding. Worship is. I mean, worship is a lot of things, but worship is simply responding to God's glory and grace, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a hearty response <laughs> to yeah. him, whether that's through singing or through declaring or, or praying or serving someone. Worship is a response. Mm-hmm. And Martha in Luke 10, uh, Luke 11, well, she wasn't responding, but, but here she is. Um, she's now serving out of a heart that's been served by the Son of God. She's mm-hmm. preparing a meal after having feasted upon the truths of who Jesus is. Mm. And, uh, and, and that's really done. important. What were you saying there? She, her, her heart had been touched by God and that's why she was, she was working, yeah. you know? And, uh, there's this, <clears throat> there's this little adage that I've used quite often. Sorry for coughing into the mic. Um, of we, you know, it's, it's a play on prepositional phrases, isn't it? But, um, we serve God because of mm. not in order to. Yeah. It's so important, man. Yeah. It's that's, if we don't grasp that, we, we pull Martha's yeah. constantly. Totally. Yeah. And, and, and grasping that simple, simple nuance of because of can, can just revolutionize the whole Christian life and mm. it's, how it's meant to be lived. Um, we'll not get into Ephesians. What we do, <laughs> that's coming later. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I was, yeah. I was just yeah. love talking about it last night. There, there is a verse that I think of a lot in, in two Corinthians, uh, five, isn't it? Um, the love of Christ constrains me. Mm. Um, because he because he died for me mm-hmm. and because he died for me mm-hmm. here's my life basically yeah man i was reading yesterday in a book it said every time the apostles use the word therefore it's it's usually because they've just told us something about who jesus is or what he's done or who we are because of him mm. <laughs> that's usually what they're doing man, that's good, um, yeah. and I'm like oh man that, that's so good so so she's responding mm-hmm. so this is not same old martha mm-hmm. not learning her lesson um, this is a beautiful victory moment as she serves with a heart that's now full mm. um, of the glory and grace of God. Yeah. On, on some level, it's that new creation moment, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so in both cases, Martha's doing the same thing. She's serving. Um, but the attitude is different because the motivation is different. Mm-hmm. So it's not change your attitude, it's change your motivation and your attitude will follow, right? Um, now, who do you think then would have noticed the difference in Martha as she's coming in out of the kitchen <laughs> with the food yeah no question mary would have noticed <laughs> <laughs> right because she's not getting you know like yeah <laughs> she's not getting that judgmental eye yeah, you know like yeah. I, i'm sure that, that i mean i'm just imagining but you know when she, when martha finally interrupts jesus uh i'm sure there was a few moments before that where she came into the room tried to get mary's attention with yeah. you know that eye thing <laughs> that you get sometimes yeah um well that i just imagine <laughs> I just imagine Lazarus, you know, he dies and he's resurrected and he's like, who is this and what'd you do with my sister? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. She's not flapping anymore. Yeah, she's yeah, still busy right, yeah. serving, but like, 
man, she's singing while she's doing it or something, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Mary would have noticed because she's not getting that, she's not catching that eye. She's not getting judged. Mm-hmm. She, she's, um, I love what you said earlier. Like she's, she's being seen as someone who's able to sit at the feet of Jesus rather than someone who could be helping me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martha I th- herself would have noticed the difference in her in herself, you know, sure, yeah. Um, yeah. that bitterness is gone. That resentment's gone. She's just full of, I, I just see it like a screw, like at the end of, um, the, the Christmas Carol or Ebenezer Scrooge is like skipping around and I'm sure yeah, yeah. everyone else noticed the difference but I'm sure he noticed it in himself as well yeah. but, but there's there's something very liberating about getting a hold of what Martha had mm. there what, what mm. she what she had figured out there's something it's it's almost like a conversion in and of itself mm. whenever you realize that you know you don't have to serve in order to because of yeah. I hate to keep using that but it's um it's it's liberating, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's a little revival, a mini revival, isn't it? And yeah. the heart of a Christian when they when they grasp or regrasp these truths, mm. um, the disciples would have noticed the difference because there's no longer that awkward tension in the room that no one can say anything about because it makes things worse. <laughs> um, you know the one I'm talking about, like that, <laughs> where, where two people are at lockerheads and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're just sitting there. Um, oh, what am I gonna do? Yeah. Um, they would have noticed the mm-hmm. difference in the room and. Um, I wrote this, before the house was filled with Mary's perfume, it was filled with the atmosphere of Martha's joy and the smell of her cooking. Mm. And it was just, it was already a joy-filled room before yeah. Mary broke the perfume. It was already fragrant before the perfume oh, is filled, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, so they're both worshipping in different ways. And Mary, who sat at the feet of Jesus, is now, is now not just sitting at his feet, but wiping his feet with her hair. Yeah. Um, and Martha, who was serving the table, is now serving the table with, with joy. And, and mm. so, yeah, they're both worshiping, they're both serving, they're bo- and they're both being a blessing because, you know, to sit in that room and smell that fragrance would have been a blessing in mm. itself for the disciples. Mm. So, yeah, both are serving, both are worshiping mm. uh, in different ways, both filled with Christ. I find it interesting that um, after this whole resurrecting Lazarus, uh, you know, people were in, they encounter the, re- the the resurrection of life as he called himself. So they encounter the deity of Christ. Mm. And and after this, the only person complaining in this setting was man, Judas. Was the one who didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, everyone else is just filled up yeah. with love and with, with glory and grace in Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what are we trying to say then today? And this will be something we're going to look at for the next few weeks in the series. It's essential to understand that, that our sacrifices, which, I mean, Christ calls us to sacrifice things, our sacrifices and our service for Christ must come out of a heart that is responding to his sacrifice mm. and service for us. Mm. Um, if it's not coming out of a heart that's responding, you're going to pull a Martha. Mm. Um, so, again, all that we do in our Christian life must be a response to God's glory and grace. It has to be us responding to him. Worship is responding to him. And it's only when our hearts are full of the realities of the gospel um, that they'll then overflow and then outwardly express themselves in true love and true service to, to God yeah. and others. Galatians 2.20, isn't it? I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. And the question is why? And here's the answer. Because he loved me and he gave himself for me. Right. He loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah. So that yeah, this is this is uh, what would we call this if it's not called pulling a Martha, pulling a better Martha or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> pulling the new Martha. <laughs> pulling a new Martha. Um, so yeah, it's it's vital to sit at the feet of Jesus, fill our hearts with Him, fill our hearts with 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 His glory, with His grace, and then mm. having done that, 
then go about the day. And it's not just a once one once a day thing. It's just through the day, just fill yourself with these realities, these truths. Mm. We're going to look at that more um, as we get through this series as well. Um, but we just want to we just want to set that up for you know Martha. Martha got it, and it changed everything for her. And we we wanted to change everything for for ourselves and for for those listening as well. Yeah, good stuff. Amen. Let's go get an oat cake. Sounds good.